What's going on with your computer? Ever since last week when my cat unplugged oh. everything, there's been a warning thing whenever my computer starts. Oh, and great. I think I have to get something. I have to take it in because it's like it starts and it says your power source is not recognized. We are going to make your computer run slower because of that. And everything takes forever to load now. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure, but because you're coming into my headphones differently, you might sound different on the recording. Hmm. But I, so I sounded like shit last week because I didn't think about it, but I, I use my interface for my bass for something else. And then, um, I forgot to like change the settings back. And so I had, my gain was up. So I was picking up like every, like more than just me which you couldn't really hear the background noise on the recording, but you could hear it made me sound tinny. Which I is funny because you, sounded, you sounded fine. Fine. And Tab's like, why do you sound like shit? <laughs> so I listened to just the end of that episode to see what you did with me having or dropping <laughs> off. Like, did you just leave? <laughs> <laughs> you I thought maybe because you left of the protest. song. Uh, All right, let's talk about Silk Sonic. Yeah, unlike this album, that was not a. This is not a smooth intro into the, into the episode. Oh. Uh, this is episode forty-seven of Beside Ourselves, and I'm going to warn you now that we weren't started a few minutes ago, and Tab might bring me a brownie during this, and I'll take bites of it while you're talking or something. Unacceptable, unless she brings me a brownie too. Drive the well, hour up here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hour and a half. Give me a brownie. But uh, yeah. Uh, did I say the, did I say what it was or did I just say the episode number? You did. Episode, okay. And would it be safe to say that this is a highly anticipated release? Yes, it is. And maybe, maybe highest anticipated release of the year? Uh, it's up there. I already warned oh, you brownies there, huh? I don't know if it's good or not. It's probably great. It's a brownie. Come on. I don't know. You can't mess up a brownie mm-hmm. that much. Even bad brownies are good in some sense. Yeah, it doesn't have weed in it, so it's still a good way. brownie. It doesn't have to this... have weed in it to be good. Did you say or does it? <laughs> I don't think it does. Um, yeah, you know. Halfway through this episode, Josh is going to be real stoked. Can you can you close that door? I don't want to leave the door open. Oh, you should skate on out of here. You're not as fly as us. After last night, I don't, I don't know. Whoa. Let's blast off, Danny. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, now that we've gone through all the tracks, uh, that was a great album. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. It's time to flip the record Thanks over. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beside Ourselves. Time to flip the record over. Um, yeah. So highly anticipated, uh, I think, by every, by a lot of people, but us as well. And they kind of faked us out because they said, like, not that long ago that it was going to get pushed back to 2022. And then all of a sudden they were like, psych, it's coming out next month. Hope you suck. Well, the vinyl's definitely not coming out this year. But no, that's, well, I mean, and that's, I mean, everything. All uh, vinyl is, it's like the, uh, the niche vinyl market made vinyl explode. And then the major labels were like, oh, we can make more money. Ho ho.
like and started just like pumping and now it's, no, it's all, all it's all Dell's fault. Oh, is that is that real is that real? I don't know. There was like two record stores on a chat I'm in that said they're boycotting selling Adele's record because all the pressing plants were doing Adele because she's doing the massive release of her album next week. Yeah. And it'll be on vinyl everywhere. Like everywhere. <laughs> you can on a street corner you can pick up Adele's album on vinyl. Well, not to mention you have, you know, notable artists uh, you know, re-releasing their music because they don't have the rights to their masters and that's a big deal. That's, no, I'm just talking about this past couple months. Yeah. I was just I think trying to make a veiled reference to Taylor Swift. <laughs> hey, Taylor's versions are great. Yeah, I I was talking to Tab about this. It's like when it when she first announced she was doing this, I was like, okay. So on on the one hand, I understand exactly why you'd be doing what you're doing because you know you want to have control of your own stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, it also feels like a cash grab because it's like here I'm going to re-release all of this stuff that you guys have already bought. But the cool thing, she does all this extra stuff and Easter eggs and. I haven't watched the video yet, but I've heard that the video is great uh, with Sadie oh, from Stranger Things. Um, and so the fact that she's doing other stuff to make it a little bit even more worthwhile for the fans to re-engage, I guess I, I can let her off the hook for it also being maybe a little bit of a cash grab by re-releasing things. So, But this isn't the Taylor Swift episode. This episode is about Sonic. Yeah, it is. What kind of history you got for this? Um, yeah. So, uh, well, this album was uh, released on Friday. Uh, they were <laughs> named. They were named by Bootsy Collins, who's also featured on the album. He's the host of the album, and um, Bootsy Collins, uh, extremely notable uh, musician, artist, uh, funk, soul dude uh in parliament funkadelic <laughs> in james brown's uh the original jb's um just very very instrumental in where a lot of music went um and without people like bootsy collins who knows where music would be i mean so um and it you know basically they they toured together and um in europe on the 2017 24 karat magic tour yes and um so this has kind of been at least a little bit in someone's head for for a bit here you know and they um there was a lot of like backstage in jokes and they decided to get together in the studio um just kind of like not with any real intent just you know mutual appreciation for music and and uh you know just being good friends uh becoming good friends and they um that they did that a little bit and then it 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 didn't really amount to anything but then when the pandemic came uh bruno called up anderson which um he calls andy in every interview they've done which i think is funny um and um it was it was anderson Pac's birthday. Nope, it's not Pac, it's Pack and Anderson Pack. Yeah. We did this the first when we were introduced to them to him 
uh, earlier we were like what what is it i'm not sure um and uh he was drunk but he came it was his birthday and he was drunk but he came anyway and uh they started working on smoking out the window um and that was kind of a joke that turned into a song it's about a stressed out guy smoking too many cigarettes um and um turned into a hook and they kept working on it and here we are i can't tell what's going on on your did you freeze well if you froze i might as well take a bite of this brownie um technical technical difficulties so i ate the brownie while you were gone so that was fine and um subpar actually she, she cooked it too much <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up um so yeah i was just explaining um you know how they got together and they were making jokes and it turned into them uh getting in the studio working on some stuff and then letting it ride for a while and then getting back into the studio on anderson uh pack's birthday and um really getting to work on it because of the pandemic that's where we're at all right let's get into the tracks because we don't have we don't have personal histories with this one because it just came out my only thing i i i I do have one thing to say about personal history is that i actually um i and i've probably said this before when we've talked on the podcast when we've talked about like the singles as they've come out but i two things um i really like bruno mars i think he might be the best male vocalist working right now and definitely one of the best of all time he's just an amazing singer like uh, it's wild and i've also said about him that he really shines when he's making music that is a throwback to a different era yeah. Whether that's seventies soul like this, or it's you know late eighties, early nineties New Jack Swing like he did on previous albums, um, it's great. I mean, think about the thing that really catapulted that whole movement of him doing that at Uptown Funk. Like, you'll never not hear that at every wedding now because it's just like an earworm that people. You're always going to hear it. It's going to be around forever to the point where we're going to be like, stop playing it. Some people might yeah. already be there. No, I'll but, never stop. Yeah. So <laughs> those are my, that's my personal, I don't have any personal history with Silk Sonic per se, um, but Bruno Mars a little bit. And Anderson Pack, I, uh, I remember the first time I heard him, he was on that, uh, Dr. Dre finally put out that third album. It was when we were living yeah. together. He had a feature on there and I thought he was pretty good. So uh, the first time I heard Anderson Pack was when we had Composed the Way on. And I learned all about it then. But man, yeah. I love I love Anderson Pack. I've got one of his vinyls. I would like to have more. Well, they're both great. They both come from a a little bit of a different place, but similar. And it's really it's really gelled into something special. And when you watch interviews with them, like as I as I was uh, today to prep for this. Um, there's it seems like there's a real chemistry and a real friendship there they're constantly laughing at each other and digging at each other and being silly and it was fun to to see that so and i think you you see it in the music 
time. Yeah, you definitely do. Because this album is fun. There are two sad songs, but the rest of it's just fucking fun. The whole thing. You could tell they had fun making it. Yeah. But it's interesting because they talk about how they both really pushed each other. Um, and um, and I think that there were probably times where uh, it wasn't bad, but there were definitely things were like tense as they were working it out and pushing each other and trying to figure out how to do things, you know, so. Yeah. He was uh, Anderson was talking about in this interview. I watched how not only is Bruno uh, amazing vocalist, but he's also an amazing vocal producer and how he was like getting notes and stuff out of a vocal range out of Anderson that like he didn't think that he could do prior. So which is cool. Yep. Yep. So all right, let's get into the track by track mother effer. All right. Track number one, Silk Sonic Intro. Now, for an intro, I really enjoy this. Like, it's you're starting the album off with those claps, those harmonies that that bring. Then they bring in those sexy horns, and Bootsy's just like getting us prepped. You know, he's like warming us up. It's not a skipper for an intro. No, I, I, you know, all I wrote because I, I knew what I wanted to say, and you've kind of already. I mean, you've kind of already laid it out, but I was just like, this is just an intro. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is great. Like, if the intro is this hype, what are we what are we in for? And then you yeah, they 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 set it up. You're already vibing. You're already you're already ready to dance. And then Bootsy Collins comes in and, you know, this. This whole album has been kind of. um, it's it's framed as if you're like going to see them perform and so then Bootsy Collins is like the master of ceremonies and so he starts here and then there's several songs in the album where he kind of leads you into the song he's acting as host basically so yeah and that's how they present it and it's all I got on track one it's a jam and, and it leads perfectly into track number two leave the door open Whenever I hear this song now, at one point, I don't know if it's Bootsy or someone in the background, of course, someone goes, Shimon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now I just always say Shimon when I hear this song. Uh, It's a perfect example of soul music with two powerhouses bringing their fucking talents. Like, it's magic. Pax versus fits so well with Mars's choruses. Uh, It's like a well-oiled sex machine. If you're hungry, girl, I've got fillets. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I should have said this before we started, but if you're one of those people that believes in no nut November, don't listen to this one. Don't yeah. listen to this. Don't listen to this album. Last and, night, and me it, and Ann had a date night, and when we came back, we were drunk and we were listening to this album, and it it was a date night. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say, and she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> If no, I no, no. didn't have a vasectomy, no, no, no. Be... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love this song, of course. Yeah, same. Uh, I love all the echoes, like Anderson's saying something, and then and then it's being echoed by Bruno. And I like I said, I love how they alternate. Like you were saying, it's kind of like a soulful uh, version. It's like a soulful, better, better version of like. Uh, Adam and John from from uh, Taking Back Sunday, um, yeah. and the key changes in this song, oh, it's just 
so good. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a lead single, and it did really well. It debuted at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 with 27,000 downloads, 23.5 million streams, and 23.5 million radio impressions for the week of March 15th. The following week, the single reached number two on the Hot 100 behind Cardi B's Up. And then on the week of April 12th, the song topped the Billboard Hot 100 with 28,600 copies, 21.5 million streams, and 59.1 million radio impressions. It was the most sold song of the week, combining downloads and two CD versions. It became uh, Pac's first number one song on the Hot 100, and it became Bruno's fastest song to reach number one. That's impressive. uh, At at the time of this number one, uh, Bruno Mars is tied with Drake, Katy Perry, and Rihanna for the most number ones on the Billboard Hot 100 since May 1st, 2010, with eight each. And then then in May, uh, about a month later, uh, Leave the Door Open spent a second week at number one, like went back up. Um, and I think there was an iTunes sale that actually contributed to that. Are you um, sure? Was that the? That's not when they did the live performance, right? On the Grammys. What I what I read is that they did a sixty nine cent pop music sale, and that oh. was like part of the promotion. Um, but I'm sure that the live didn't hurt. Um, and so all in all, it spent eighteen consecutive weeks in the top ten, and it's been certified two times platinum by the RIAA. <laughs> there you go so it's it was a perfect first single to drop it got us all hot and bothered and just waiting for the rest of the shit yeah yeah I, I feel like i'm you know it's and it's not because the it's not because any on anything on this album is tired or the same but I feel like I have a lot of the same things to say about every song. Um, and one thing I, I actually forgot to say, and I think you kind of touched on it a little bit at the very beginning, but like this whole thing is like a love letter to 70s soul and funk. Um, and R&B. And R&B. Um, but it, it, it is doing it with like a small wink to the listener. And you see that in like some of the silly lyrics. And the yes. shaman and like the um but it's okay, it's not corny. It it fits. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. we know we know what we're doing, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Is that all you got? Yep. All right, track number three, fly as me. This fucking jam. When I first baseline at the beginning. Ooh, oh, I, that's my first note is that fucking sick bass, funky bass line. But when I first put this album on, I didn't know what to expect because you already know Leave the Door Open. We've heard the intro before or parts of it. But Fly as Me, oh my God, the self-confidence just oozing out of the speakers in this bad boy. And that, that oh, that Bruno does like Prince after each chorus. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. love my favorite fucking lyrics are, take you to the crib. We can take it upstairs. What's upstairs? Shit, I'm going to show you later. Don't need a spatula. Everything's catered. Extra flavor. Go ahead. Sprinkle some truffle on those mashed potatoes. (laughs) I can't remember the exact lyric, but at some point they say something about a three-piece and a biscuit, and I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is a fun song. This song is so fun. It's so good. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's one of the things, and just think about the bass line and the horns, and it's like, 
man, in an era where like so much music is not like a live band, uh, you know, the, obviously there are genres that are alive, they yeah. have a live band, but even even not some of those, music, you, know, you go see a Fall Boy concert and it's totally different than a studio recording because there's a lot of like I feel like you go see these guys, it's going to be pretty similar to the <sighs> recordings here. Um, like I would love to see them in a small venue, like oh, something like so lit by candles. But yeah, that would not happen. But ooh, like the Fox Theater. Oh my God! Yes, perfect. <laughs> um, I you know, and it was it was funny. Like the baseline, I'm thinking. So like, I've been listening. I you know, I obviously at any time I listen to a, a lot of Rush, and you know, Getty Lee is this amazing bassist oh i wanted to point out that um recently this is totally unrelated uh tab and i were talking about uh finger picking as finger fingering for basing versus basic, to, or, the picking yeah. and um and she said i said well getty lee doesn't use a pick and she said getty lee pays plays bass and i just is the wedding off well you know this song down here What's the song? Uh, smoking out the window. Yeah, <laughs> that's the song's about that about us. Actually. No. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh yeah. So you know, you listen to any Rush or, uh, and it, it's like the bass lines are incredible, and they're like he's doing so much. But it's like you listen to this like. This isn't complicated. This baseline isn't complicated, but it's like perfect. It's just like highlighting that it's like these these funky bass funky baselines, funk music. It's like none of that that stuff that it doesn't need to be complicated to be perfect. Yeah, you just got to get the right tone. Yeah. So playing on the one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Another it's another banger. Track number four after last night. Oh man, this is a sexy song. You want to get sexy? You put on after last night. <laughs> um, you want me to make it unsexy? Not yet. Okay. Giving me Parliament vibes a little bit with the synth. The whole song though is very Bootsy Collins. Yeah. Like, just oh, yeah. his vibe, and his like singing and teaching them the art of like funk and soul. Like I love that when he's in the background, he's like singing Silk Sonic, as the two are like. Uh, harmonizing perfectly. All right, um, you're gonna make it unsexy. Not yet, not yet. So <laughs> this song is so smooth, and you got Bootsy in there, you got Thundercat in there, and actually, I found out in one of the interviews that they're actually the three-part harmony they're doing is is Anderson, Bruno, and Thundercat. Nice. So, but I love Thundercat. Yeah, no, and this is this is a perfect '70s slow jam. Just, yeah, you're yeah. Like I said, no, not November. It's out the window, man. This, uh, but I will, <laughs> uh, I will say the the melody, and when they say woo 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 woo, I know I did that <laughs> way. After, like, uh, it reminded me of Dick in a Box. I can see that. <laughs> Which Dick in a Box is not a parody of seventy soul. It's a parody of like what came directly after that. But 
yeah, I was, you know, and that I think that is less a bad a bad mark on this and like a, a good mark on how good the parody that SNL did or Lonely Island did with uh, JT. So, but yeah, I was like, I mean, oh Tick boy, Tick in the Box is like in the top fifty sexiest songs in the world. So, know what? Yeah, no, it's not really. I'm just kidding. It's a uh, it's in the top ten sexy parody songs, a uh, comedy song. I can see that. So you got, uh, you know, you got Dick in a Box, you got uh, Fuck Her Gently by Tenacious D. Um, I didn't think of that. <laughs> but those you are those two in her top ten. Those two in her top ten. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what else to say. This, but this, um, no. Mm. I think this could be yeah. like that for most songs. We're just gonna set, highlight the stuff we love about it, some lyrics we love, and move on. I because... love it. <laughs> Thanks, I love it. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's a departure. It's, it's in the same vein as everything else, but it, it's a nice. Uh, it pulled away. It's a little bit different than the track before it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, number five, smoking out the window. Some. One of the best lyrics on the album, not to be dramatic, I want to die. <laughs> so have you have you watched the okay, so have you watched the music video? No. Okay, me too. So, so the music video is um there it's one of those ones where it's like they're on Soul Train or something, you know, they're they're on American Bands yeah. or Stand or whatever. And they're all da- they're uh it's it's the two of them the band and then there's like two other guys like they're in a four a four person group even though the two other guys are just singing background and it depends on who's doing the lead the anderson and bruno like switch out and one of them stands off to the side while they're doing the lead stuff but the whole time they're all they're all like waving around and doing the dance like and they all have a cigarette in their hand while they're da- while they're dancing <laughs> but so at one at one point or at that point he was like i want to die and he he just falls to the ground and then they show and then bruno starts doing the, the lead part and they <laughs> and they pull back they in their they're tied on bruno and then they pull back and anderson's still laying there like face down <laughs> and then all of us and then they zoom back into bruno and then when it comes back to anderson it, it like when it's anderson's part again he just pops back up in the frame and starts and like starts singing it's so it's so fu- i like i i laughed and rewound it and played it again like it was so funny so so this is and, a smooth soul song about a girl who seems to be stringing you along but you still don't care you're fucking in love with her that's why you're sitting outside that window just like reflecting and i love it even at the Wait, is this the song where he's like, "I want to return your, you're something, you're you belong on the streets, and I want to return you to the city." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have an opinion you may not agree with. I don't have a song on this album I don't like, but this is probably my least favorite song on the album. I know, really, it's, it's a good song. I but that's love like this saying, song. Like every song on this album is either a nine or a ten. I would give this one like an eight. It's not a bad song at all. I just it just I love, and it I doesn't love, have the positive energy like the other ones. Well, you gotta. I mean, it's okay. You gotta have a you. So here's the thing: you need smoking out the window 
to be able to have put on a smile. And that's literally how they, you have, you have, uh, which is the next track. So smoking out the window is like, you did me wrong. I'm pissed off. Here's my pissed off song. You know? Yeah. And then, oh, baby, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, and that's, you know, and that's literally like Bootsy at the beginning of Put On A Smile says, tell them how you really feel, you know, like, so. Again, um, I like this song. It's just my least favorite of the album of all amazing songs. Well, and I, lo- I love the, like, the pre-chorus thing, and it's not even, like, what they're saying. It's, like, the melody. Like, this bitch, then, 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 and then they lead it. Like, <laughs> love that. Um, I know him. I know he's calling her bitch and it's not, it's not great, but, um, I just, I just love the, the notes there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they chose it as the single. I think you're wrong. That's okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. You know why else you need this song is cause this is the song that led to this happening. That's true. I know. I read that. So how dare you? How dare you? Chris Caraba, don't I tell Bruno. Don't think it's a bad song. It should be on the album. It's my least favorite of the great songs. <laughs> Which one's my least? Maybe maybe 777. Oh, no, no. We'll get to that. But okay. let's keep moving. All right. Number six, Put On A Smile. Now, this one also doesn't have the fun vibes of the rest of the album. However, those fucking velvety harmonies are melting my icy heart. The emotion in the song is amazing. That perfect falsetto after the buildup is gorgeous by Bruno. And I love the the lyrics. When I called out your name, that was my ego, my pride, my pain. I should be a movie star the way I play a part like everything's okay. Like, ooh. Yeah. So good. See, but this is the thing. You gotta like I know the the fun songs and the sexy songs are like are great but with any with any crooner doesn't matter if it's pop music if it's R&B if it's soul if you're singing a song about someone you love you got to have some heartbreak songs too just yeah. part of the, part of the game No I fucking love this song this is one of my yeah. favorites on the album Yeah no I'm not yeah I'm just saying like there there is a there is a place for it I think it's necessary, you know. Oh, but yeah, I just the vo- the the vocals, both of their singing, like, uh, oh, just I don't even. I'm, it's like I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, this is so good that I was li- like, this is not gym music, but it was for me because I was like, this is fucking, this is hitting it, like. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like walking around. I'm like walking from machine to machine at the gym, like listening to songs about fucking. And I'm like, all right, like, whatever. <laughs> you know, because my fucking radio doesn't work. And I, I, it's the only place I can listen to anything. anything Your is, radio doesn't work. My computer doesn't work. Everything's not working right now. It's falling apart. But, you know, we need, we need to put on a smile. So, yeah, keep going. Hopefully this sounds OK with your with your headphone. Like, I think it will. It'll be all right. I might just be clearer than you, which will be a inverse from last week where I sounded like shit because I didn't fix my audio settings. Sorry, listeners. It's Um, all good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Track seven. Oh, and like I said before, I love how 
they're kind of weaving a story where he was like mad they were like mad at her and track five and then now on track six they're like baby i'm sorry you know so yeah <laughs> um, yeah it, it, i like the how do you feel about the sequencing on this album great what? yeah like you well, no, i like mean you're the sequencing oh. guy. yeah no, yeah I'm no very happy okay cool good um all right track number seven 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 Drinking seven and sevens, betting on sevens. All right, if I ever go to Vegas or another casino, I want to roll into this song. It's absolutely funky fresh, and it's a song about hitting it big at the casino, and I smile every time he yells, let's go! Yeah. So that's, I did, I did, I wrote, my, my favorite part is the let's go, and then the horns that come right after it. So there's no skips on this album. And I think nope. that, like, but I said that I think my le- this is my least favorite song. And the only reason I say that is because this is the song that's most like stuff Bruno's already done. Okay, so he's not treading new territory as much. Like, there's some songs in 24 Karat Magic that, like, because this is kind of like a, it's like a, what if James Brown could sing better? Yeah. And or I so, can see this it, being a song right after um, Uptown Funk. Yeah, if that was on an album that wasn't Mark Ronson's, right? Um, but so uh, that's the only reason. It's because it's like it's good. I like it. It's it's very funky and it's fun. And like you say, yeah, we ever go to Vegas, we're fucking rolling up in uh, with this bad boy playing. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, because it feels a little less fresh, because it's similar to stuff he's already done, or more similar to stuff he's already done. That's if I had to pick one. That's the one. But so. what I love about this is 777 is about like, you know, betting at a casino and having fun, just night out. And then the next song, Skate, which I don't skate. And like these two scenarios, I just fucking love these songs still, even though that's not my normal every day. It does fit the aesthetic that they're going for, though. Yeah. It's. All right. Uh, Check number eight. Skate. Maybe it's the dope music video or just the amazing summer vibes, but this song is perfect. Like this, I loved it when it came out. I still love it. It has not grown old at all to me. It's perfect. Perfect, like summer, summer song. And like the congas. Bruno Mars playing the congas. Yeah, like, I want to be in a roller rink wearing the tightest small shorts I can, <laughs> rolling around to like a disco ball and laser lights, just living my best life to this song. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is a this is a single, and I'm, I, I remember I've been it, it's been in rotation, you know, since it came out in the summer, and uh, it's great, and it's it's catchy, and it's yeah, it's a perfect summer song. You know, we've been highlighting fun lyrics. I love smell better than a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like or thinking about it, thinking about a girl smelling like smoked meats is kind of weird, but I get the I get what he's saying. <laughs> like you're a dime baby. Or if yeah. you were a dime, you'd be a hundred dollars or whatever he says at the beginning of the song. Yeah. Love the like this. <sighs> the chorus. 
The, like it's the, the perfect tempo instrument. to skate to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Skate to me, baby. Yeah, that's all I got. I just fucking love the song so much. Yeah. I feel like we're blasting through this, but um Sorry, right. I got you know, other stuff to discuss. Yeah. I knew it'd be a fast episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last track. Blast off. Number nine. Let's watch the world go crazy from outer space. It's a smooth ballad love. It's a love song. It's amazing. It's chill. It's a good way to end the album. I've read something about it being about tripping out with someone, but I didn't get that really. I guess I can kind of see it, but. Oh, let me let me pull up the lyric. There's a lyric that tell. Um, okay. I took a little and time I, to get here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that could be also like. I got just, a little more if you're ready. Yeah. yeah. I love the. <laughs> 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 like the... No, but it's a it's a fucking jam. This one reminds me a lot of like I read some of their not their necessarily like who they're going after, but like the Chi Lights, the Ohio Players, the the Delphonics. Yeah. Like this song does kind of feel like that like 70s soul vibe. Yeah. I you know what I realized is I was like I feel like I know I know more about that era and that type of music than most people that didn't live through it. But I feel like there's so much more that I could I need to do like some more research. You know. A lot of my my research was done with Anne because she's into that kind of stuff. So oh, it's yeah. easy to like learn about it. Speaking yeah. of, for listeners out there that are really getting into this and like are loving the vibes but don't know, I made a list of songs you should check out. Oh, well, I saw I, I saw you were listening to something earlier and I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> um, these are some of my favorite funk or soul songs. I did 10 and then there's two that are newer in case you want something newer. But the Brothers Johnson, I'll be good to you. I would play these, but I'm on my phone, so it does not work out. I can play Funkadelic. Oh, yeah, sure. We got time. <laughs> Let me, uh, well, while I'm pulling it up, so, I yeah, um, Blast Off, I love, it's got like an atmospheric feel, and I love how- I'm sorry, I didn't know you weren't done. No, no, it's okay. We kind of, we just kind of, you know, it's like, it's all good. Um, but, so we, I love how it, um, like, Bootsy ends it off and, like, says goodbye to the crowd, basically. Um, I, yeah, I, um. What's your uh, what's your overall thoughts on the album? It's almost a perfect album. If it wasn't thirty two fucking minutes long, it's give us same, more songs. It's the same, um, the same. Pro- I said nine out of ten. It'd be a ten if we had some more tracks. Like, okay, so next year they're gonna release the vinyl. How about giving us like, you know, extended version with extra songs? I don't know. I love it. I there's not one skippable song on this track. It's fun. It's jammy. It's amazing. It's so funky fresh. But the fact that it's so short drives me nuts. Okay. Oh, you got Avril's divorce song in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm I going know. from the bottom though. Okay. 
Let me. Uh... So don't play them unless I announce them because there's two yeah, songs yeah. I'm waiting till the end. Let me just pull it up here. So the first one he's going to play for everyone is The Brothers Johnson, I'll Be Good to You. It's not on my list, but hit Strawberry Letter. You probably know that song more if you don't know them. Oh, so you know what you know what Brothers Johnson song I know? Well, I know Strawberry what, Letter. Oh, that one? But I also know this one. Fucking love this. Get the funk out of my face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Starry Letter 23 was uh what was it, it was sampled for something? I can't remember what though. Cuz I, I can't I, I feel like I would remember it, but I can't right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had it it's favorite. Right. You saw that. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's why I thought you knew that one more. Uh Funkadelic. Can you get <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> can you get to that? <laughs> Skip and ahead the Bootsy, of the song. Bootsy'd be on this, huh? Right? It's the right time period? I think so. 1971? Yeah, probably. This one's got a longer intro, so yeah, jump ahead. To where? Like almost Anywhere? halfway, just to give a fat feel. It's a great album. So I can't hear you when you talk when the music's playing. Oh, okay. Just FYI. Um, Next yeah. one is Prince, of course, because Prince is the master of sexy, soul, funky music, especially back in the early, early days. The song I chose was Dirty Mind, just to go with the sexy feel of this album. Feel free to skip ahead too. My next pick for people wanting to learn is Parliament's Flashlight. You should know this song, people. This has been sampled so much, too. Yes, yes, it has. <laughs> All right, you got the groove. Next song is Lakeside Fantastic Voyage. Such a jam. Oh, 
And if you don't know this, you probably know Coolio's cover of it. Coolio covered it? Yeah, he covered it. Or maybe he... It's... He hip hops it up a little bit. The funk is still 100% there, though. Yeah, it is. And then the chorus is the same. Huh, I'm going to have to check that out. I've never heard that. It was a hit. It wasn't Gangster's Paradise, but, you know. Next song is Bootsy Collins. Ooh, I'd rather be with you. Hmm. I think Charles Gambino was listening to this. Maybe when he made a song <laughs> I'm going to reference later. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. And then almost done here. The Delphonics, didn't I? In quotations, blow your mind this time. Skip ahead on this one. Okay. People should know this next one, too. You have to know this one, people. Ohio players fire. Come on. And then the next one, Cool in the Gang Fresh. You can jump ahead. And then my last classic song to suggest is, oh, sorry. My last classic song to suggest is Curtis Mayfield, Moving On Up. Oh, 
I think people have heard this sample. So good. Okay. <laughs> I wish I had the falsetto of a 70s soul artist. And I don't want bloomers. you to play these two, but if you want something more current that's taken influences from these bands also, I would check out Childish Gambino's whole album, Awaken My Love, or Outcast does it a lot, but you really notice it on the Love Below portion of Speakerbox Love Below. I'm playing, I want to play Redbone real quick just because of how close, how similar it sounds to uh, the Bootsy song we played. Actually, I'm going to play a little bit of the Bootsy song again just to refresh people's memory. memory. Okay. All right, and here's Redbone by Childish Gambino. There might have been some influence there. Oh yeah, no, totally. <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh I'm not making any uh like claims of plagiarism or anything. I'm just uh this is similar. But like I said earlier, uh Bootsy Collins is uh is important to the fabric of a ton of music that came behind him. I wanted to play a song off your soul food list that I saw because it's a song that I love. Sure. And it fits what we're doing here. Where did I see it? Here it is. I got to remember how how far into it to. This is Across 110th Street by Bobby Womack. I love this song. It's so good. Dude. It's close. I love the use of strings in yeah this genre and horns and a lot of other stuff but man it's just like uh I remember the first time I I not the first time I heard that song but the first time I knew what it was was uh when that American gangster movie came out with uh it was like a mob movie but it was with um, Denzel Washington. Yeah, That's like I remember set in that Harlem. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are some suggestions if you were really digging this, like you're a, a younger person or even older, and you've just never got into the style of music. These are some things to throw out there that you should check out. I would also suggest listening to um, 24 Karat Magic, because there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of funk in there too. It's a little bit, little bit different, but it's if you like this, you definitely like that album. Yeah, that's a. Good there's only album. nine songs on that album too. Come on, Bruno. <laughs> Dang, and you hearted them all. All right. We are now a soul music podcast. That's all we're gonna do from here on out.
I don't want to just do soul. <laughs> I've got soul, but <laughs> you're not a soldier. No. All right. Should we do the weekly rewind or do you want to do my recap of the concert I went to on Friday? Uh, let's do that first and then we'll get into the rewind. So Friday was my first indoor concert since the pandemic. I went and saw War on Women, Alpine Trio, and Bad Religion, and it was amazing. And in Detroit, we were lucky enough that uh, Alpine Trio played Queen of Pain off Remains, and I was really nervous that they were going to cut Warbrain because of that, because I saw the set list from previous shows, and Queen of Pain was not on those. Ah. Uh. And they don't play that often, if ever. Great Very song. cool. It's nice when and they I, play a song that you, like a deep cut that you like. Yeah, and then never heard of War on Women. Love them now. Plan on buying vinyls by them. Great performance. And then Bad Religion just fucking nailed it. Every song was amazing. When we went and, when when I went and saw Kiss with Mike and Tab and Shelby, um. They played a song called Tears Are Fallen from like 80s No Makeup Kiss era. And it's like a cheesy 80s like rock song. But Mike and I both love it. And like it's like a Kiss thing that we've connected on. And Mike said he's never seen them play it live. And Mike's seen Kiss 40 times or something like it might even be more than it might have was in his 40th show. Something like that. He's seen them a a shit ton of times. And he said he'd never seen them play that. So that was kind of cool. I'm just looking to see what the what Alkaline Trio played when I want to see if they played my any of my faves. Oh yeah, a lot of them. They played. Yeah, they played. Everything needs a lady. And great. This could be long love. No, calling all skeletons. I've I've found that people don't like calling all skeletons as much as I do. I love at that least, song. Or at least they don't. <laughs> I don't remember them playing Warhol. Yeah, it doesn't say which... that they did. I was excited about because that's one of my least favorite Alkaline Trio songs. Yeah. That's a good set list. Oh, yeah. I wish you would have been there, buddy. Oh, there. Yeah. I heard Mike and Joe were there, too. And maybe Sarah. Yeah, yeah Sarah was there. I didn't yeah. meet up with them because I don't know where they were. And it was, you know, crazy concert. And I was just in it. Yeah. Did you disappear in the pit for three hours like you did at <laughs> at a... I didn't get in the pits. I stood on the side stage. Or not side stage, but you know. I was down on the floor, but I had a good time. Oh, yeah, and they played Cringe, which, a little known fact, is actually about... um, It's about uh, Matt Skiba's social media presence. Is it? (laughs) No, I'm just making that. I know it's not. All right, let's do woo, 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 weekly rewind. Okay. Is it just these top five here? Yeah. Okay. We only have one. That's the same. So. Is it the first one? No. Uh, how do you not like it? So Avril Lavigne just signed to Travis Barker's record label and put out a song. It's called Bite Me, and I think it's a jammy jam.
Maybe you don't have to play the whole thing. <laughs> huh? Okay, let's move on. So I'll tell you why I don't like it. I don't like it because she's made a lot of really bad music in the last couple of years. And this yeah. just sounds like every other thing that Travis Barker's been on lately. Yeah. Like, if you told me that Machine Gun Kelly helped make that song, I would believe you. Because that's literally sounds like one of his songs with just her singing it. Well, I was a big Avril fan at one point, so. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's nice to hear her go back to a little bit similar stuff. Yeah, no, I, I understand song, why you would like it. So, Next song is the new Dashboard Confessional song. Here's to moving on. This is the one I also had. I hope you like it, Chris Caraba, that we liked it. Yeah, Chris, we love you, buddy. Yep. And then the new Hot Water music song, Killing Time, I'm really into. You can just like, you can just give me like a thumbs up and I'll cut it. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) VHS collection space between us. Maybe. Skip ahead on this one. And then finally, Mitski, the only heartbreaker. Eighties workout song. Physical, physical. <laughs> really... So those are my jams. Okay. I've mostly just been listening to Bruno Mars all weekend, though, or Silk Sonic. All right. Mine are, uh, man, I don't know how to say this, so sorry, Joe. Uh, the new Coheed song, Rise, Nyan Cut the Cord. I don't know. That's I think that's a name, and I don't know how to say it. It's Coheed. If you know, you know. What's funny about that song is that was on my release radar, but there was a bunch of older songs, too. And I thought because that guy from the last image of their last song was on it, I thought it was the same song. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to hear that again. Not that I actually like that song, but you know. Yeah. Because last week they released like an acoustic version, and I thought it was that again. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I did not listen to it. I will have to listen to it. Uh, no bragging rights has another new song. It's called Walking Blind. Walking 
Yep. Like it? I need to talk with Mike again about having him on. Now that they're in their album push. Uh, Justin Pierre has a new EP, Ghost World, is out. Uh, is the whole EP uh, out? The whole EP is out, yeah. Oh, man, so. I got to listen to the whole thing through. So here's one of the songs from it, Steady As She Goes. And then, oh, no, that was it. I, I also had the Dashboard song. And um, I see you have the Future song on there. Yeah. And I put it on mine at first, but I was like, I mean, it's just a re-imagined version of Futures. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to talk about that because I love that album, but. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. From the, is it what sessions? Phoenix, yeah, yeah. So, so that's our weekly rewind. Do you have any what the fuck songs? Not really. Oh, I do. Because, like I said, I was listening to Silk Sonic all weekend. I barely listened to the songs I suggested. <laughs> I have one. Just okay, what one. is it? Come and take it. Pro gun song by Ted Nugent. Oh fuck. That's enough. So that's that's all the song is. It's just him chanting. It's actually, over and over. so I looked up the lyrics because he's really. I only listened to it like one, and I didn't. I was like, I don't want to give him any more plays. Um, and uh, the lyrics are mostly just that, and like, don't take our freedoms and some other bullshit. Q and on bullshit. So, yep. All right, so next week, listeners, we're going to do a special episode, and I'm going to hound. Josh and me are both going to hound people all over the Internet. We're going to do a thankful episode. It's been almost a year or close to a year that we've been doing this, and we're thankful for our listeners and our friends. So we want you guys to ask us questions. It could be hopefully music-related, but I guess we can answer some personal stuff too. But try to stick to music questions. What's ask whatever you want. List? Yeah, ask whatever you want. And we will be reading the questions, calling you out, and then answering them. And I don't know. I'll make a mix or something. We'll both make a mix because that won't fill the whole time. What are we making a mix of? Like things we're thankful? Songs we're thankful for? <laughs> I don't know yet. I still, I, I know that answering questions on the air is not going to fill up too much time. Though so we will be pushing people. It so might if, if we get enough. Right now. If we get enough questions, people. Yeah, yeah. So, so you are you have you not uh, you haven't been on board with all this uh, or not not on board, but um, like uh, you're not up to date on the Taylor Swift stuff, the like the little short film she put out and all that stuff. I have not. I mean, I like the album Red, but I haven't listened to the new one yet 
10 minute version <laughs> of the one song yeah nope not yet i did listen to the one she did with phoebe bridges i like that song but i need to actually listen to the whole album because i do like that album i might do it tomorrow at work cool well i guess i can stop sharing my screen um got anything else oh hold on yeah one second He's walking away. He gone. He back. We got some vinyl. Ooh, piece of candy. So today I went to the Gimme 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 record show in Detroit. Oh, it's oh like yeah. Tramic, but I I almost forgot it was happening. But for $35, I picked up three great albums and I want to show them off. I got Dan and Drino, the emergency room party adjacent. Very so cool. That's pretty sweet. Alkaline Trio fan here. I got Polar Bear Club, Chasing Hamburg, also a great album. And then I got Beartooth's Disease album on Orange Splatter for 10 bucks too. Awesome. I almost, I was tempted, but Marilyn Manson's a giant piece of shit. And this guy had a bunch of bootlegs of all of Marilyn Manson's albums. And there are some older albums I do like, but I was like, no, I'm not even going to spend any money. Even if it doesn't actually go to him because they're all bootlegs. Yeah. Like, I don't need to own anything by Marilyn Manson. So I didn't get that. I'm proud of myself for that. Very cool. Very good. However, someone did buy, they had Slipknot Iowa, a bootleg, and they bought the last copy before as I was walking up, and that made me sad because I would have actually bought that because that's a hard album to find. I don't so how, condone buying so bootlegs, but. Are the bootlegs decent? Like, uh... They looked good. I didn't open it up, and I, I obviously haven't listened to them. Yeah. I have one bootleg album, and it sounds pretty good. Okay. It's the Gray Album by Danger Mouse. That's the mix of Jay-Z's Black Album and the Beatles' White Album. Ah, yeah. A, I've heard of that. I I got I picked up, or I, my pre-order came for uh, No Bragging Rights' old album, The Consequence of Dreams. They got it pressed by Pure Noise, so it's pretty cool. Um, nice. I also got my copy of uh, Spice with just sporty. Like they did a they did a cover <laughs> yeah. the one that I posted about like when I pre-ordered it that that came recently too. So I still have like several things on like pre-order just waiting. I have a pretty good amount. I think the only thing coming in the next like couple of weeks is we pre-ordered Bo Burnham's album yeah. this year, and Target finally sent something about it being shipped soon. Probably first week of December. Yeah, I bought um, I bought uh, the Mouse Rat album for Tabitha from Parks and Rec. Oh, I got that for Abby, so I can't claim it as my own. But yeah, that's coming. That it just shipped. So, well, that's cool. New records. New records are always fun. Obviously. Um, obviously. Obviously. Very cool. All right, listeners, let's give us some questions. We're going to post stuff all over social media. Ask we away. We might be a little obnoxious about it, but we need questions because it'll be fun. And I want to yep. hear from you, the listener. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening yeah. to another episode of B-Side Ourselves. It's time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of B-Side Ourselves. 
Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics.